0: put me in the movies they're gonna make the big star out of me
1: we'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely and all i gotta do is act naturally hey everybody welcome to a long-awaited edition of talk hard presented by walks off films guys it has been a while a been a long while because we're busy folks during the summer but we're recording this on uh the 4th of july so happy 4th of july everybody
2: happy independence day they can't keep alan out of the theater anytime they offer him anything he's all over it
1: do, <laughs> do you all know the guy do you all know uh, anybody who complains about having way too much on their plate and then voluntarily <laughs> takes on more stuff Cause you I've, do know that guy, and it's me.
0: I've never, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, well,
2: that's <laughs> you got to be at the at the front of the list at least.
0: Yeah, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I am that guy. So, yeah, uh, uh, we uh, we have some um, followers from not only out of state, out of country. Oh Scott, yeah, what's going on? Let's let's uh, first of all let's thank all of our listeners. Absolutely. Um, because we would not keep doing this if the numbers didn't show anybody was listening, but um we were kind of we were kind of flabbergasted.
2: Konnichiwa and Gutentag. Oh,
0: there's a little there's a couple of descriptors right there, huh? <laughs> That's
2: right. We got some Japanese and German listeners. I was when I was digging through the demographics um the statistics on the podcast, uh, just out of the past two or three episodes so we've got 300 downloads in america okay
1: whoa whoa
2: that's kind of a lot well that's not bad i guess i I mean
1: mean, more (laughs) as inconsistent as we are recording these that that does surprise me
2: so 300 downloads in america just to give you you know a sense of of the uh, percentages here 100 in japan what yeah 300 in america 100 in japan Arigato. <laughs> okay, well, hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 40 in Germany. So, that's crazy. Do you think that
1: people are learning English from us?
2: It's possible. It's I'd say, you know, that's a possibility and, you know, it could that's it good. could be that, you know, the the strong German contingent, you know, all the soccer talk that I like to do, I think it shows it proves that it's working. People want it. There's a taste for it out there.
1: So I don't think that's it.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't think that's it. I think it's the pro wrestling talk that I'm bringing to the table whenever I can.
2: <laughs> yeah. The
1: Japanese and Germans love pro wrestling. Das Wunderkind. That's right, <laughs> Alex. Right, <laughs> and Tojo Yamamoto from Todd Sheen's
2: That's right. Short list of wrestling love. Every mention of Tojo. He us another 20 followers. <laughs>
0: That's right. I bet it spiked after the Tojo-centric episode. I bet it did. <laughs> all right,
1: guys, so you want to run down maybe what we're talking about this week and go right into it?
2: Let's tease them.
0: Let's tease them with
1: what we're talking about. Um, first of all, we'll talk a little uh, patriotism, Fourth of July memories and movies and that kind of thing. Um, we'll talk about what we've been working on, uh, including Space Cops. Uh, we'll do a little... Uh, wonder woman just a quick hit on wonder woman now that we've all seen it it's kind of old news but
0: still haven't seen it oh uh, oh
1: todd has not seen it well do a okay. really quick hit scott and i can do a quick hit <laughs> while uh while todd listens in and uh yeah and then and then maybe a couple other things we'll get into what we've done what we've done what we've seen this summer what we think our best worst of the summer so far that kind of thing
2: battle of the network so, stars i want to i want to dig into
1: Right, I skipped. I skipped. Yeah, I skipped over that. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll dive into some Battle of the Network Stars, which just came back out. Right, they're doing it again. Yeah. Hell okay. Yeah. Well, we can get into that a little bit. I haven't seen those, so I'll sit back on that one, but um, and and let you all talk about it if you've seen it. But since it is Fourth of July weekend, let me first of all let's pose this question: Do you all have any
2: like movie memories linked to the Fourth of July as a kid? I'm going, the first one that pops into my mind is Flight of the Navigator. Hmm. Uh, it's set at, uh, around 4th of July. I would assume it came out in during the summer, but uh, Probably. yeah, like, it's tied into the 4th of July. I think that's when the kid disappears and, uh, and then they bring him back around the same time. Uh, 4th of July, it's all around 4th of July, at least as I remember it. Anybody, anybody remember that one? I don't remember, no. The the shiny silver spaceship uh kinda abduc uh it, it's Oh yeah,
1: I remember the movie. I just don't remember it being yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. a fourth of July thing, but okay. yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's the night that he gets uh abducted. Okay. He w- runs off in the woods and I, I can remember yeah, like they're out on a boat and they're watching fireworks and stuff like that. And... I have not seen it in forever. How do yeah. you think it holds up today? I'm guessing I don't know, not great, but maybe i would think I would still think kids might enjoy it all right, yeah, I don't know, Todd, do you have any Fourth of
1: July linkage to film?
0: well, golly, you know, uh back in you know that July fourth weekend back in nineteen ninety eight just so excited to see a movie called Armageddon. Cause, oh wow, uh, didn't know who the you know who the support crew was on that movie when i went to see it at the time because it just didn't care and so i yeah hey that's this is pretty good yeah this this is really bad <laughs> um, and then, you know and then the the money just keeps pouring in money just keeps pouring in on it is that the bay man uh, yeah. yeah yeah the bay leaves as we call him <laughs> the bay leaves uh, yeah he, uh, yeah, I think that was what number. That was his third opus, maybe something yeah. like that. Wow. I don't, uh, yeah. Michael Bay's
1: really hitched his wagon to Fourth of July, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah. doing terrible movies on the Fourth he, of July
0: or thereabouts. He really has. He really has. But now, if you if you want if you want the best, honestly, the best July Fourth movie um, that actually appeared at that time, it has to be without a doubt "Big Trouble in Little China" back in '86. And yeah, it made 2 million dollars that weekend. Wow. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah.
1: And now did I hear right they're talking sequel for that movie?
0: Yeah, well, you can't. Well, I, if it was a sequel, I'd be all over
2: yeah, it. Yeah, it's a reboot. Uh, is it going to be a remake? I think The Rock as Pliskin, is that right?
0: Uh
2: hmm. I think that's I what I heard. Know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's
0: Jack Burton. Thinking, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Escape yeah.
2: frame LA is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, but right. Burton. But the rock is tagged yes. for it. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause why not? Right. Yeah. Um, it was a nice, there was an interview with the uh, Kurt, uh, with, and Chris Pratt were making the rounds. I think it was like, I think it was a British talk show and they were, they were, you know, making the rounds earlier this summer talking about guardians and, uh, something came up and he mentioned, uh, he mentioned or Kurt was like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're talking about doing big trouble on little China, you know, and, and a take on that. And that's good. And he said, and he paused for a minute. He said, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as Kurt should say, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, interesting, uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell story, maybe later in the podcast too. Okay. So, but yeah, I think uh, definitely that that kind of movie. If you go back and watch it now, anybody that watches Big Trouble, um, how can you not love that movie? How can you not just laugh and be astounded for you know almost two hours? It's Scott,
1: you watched it probably more recently than the rest of us because you had to watch it for your other podcast, um, Best of Earth. Mm-hmm. Did. Did it hold up as well as you thought it might? Or what What were your thoughts on it going back and watching it?
2: That was the first time I'd seen it. So it wasn't, there was no going Ever? back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was no going back to it. Um, there were things I liked about it. I loved the production design. It's out there and like all the neon and, and kind of mixed with, you know, all the kind of Ch- Chinatown uh, aesthetic of it was pretty amazing. And uh, it's great in its own way. I, I didn't, th- you know, I didn't think it was hilarious or anything like it was. <laughs> Todd's hating me right now. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was okay, though. The movie that I'd link the
1: most to Fourth of July for me as a kid, uh, interesting, interestingly enough, is probably, uh, and my wife makes fun of the way I say this word, but Popeye. Um, because it would come on every Fourth of July and we I would watch it like right before fireworks every year. Cause it was on TV every year, right before the 4th of July. And as a kid, man, I loved Robin Williams <laughs> as Popeye. What
2: channel would this have been on? Probably TBS. That's interesting. Probably the superstation. The, the, Pop, the Popeye. They said, it's
0: yeah. like the only Robert Altman movie they've probably ever shown on TBS. <laughs> I'm thinking it was a
1: cable. Uh, it was a cable channel, a premium yeah. channel. Right. And uh, yeah, so I would watch that every every year before. It was like a five, six year run there where it was tradition for me to watch that movie before before some fireworks. So, um, okay, moving on from that, what is the most patriotic
2: movie that you love? Mine's easy and it's unquestioned. Rocky IV oh. gets it. I mean, it's not even oh. close.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. Not even close.
1: Yeah, that's gonna yeah, I didn't even think about that, but whatever my answer would have
2: been just that week, <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely the case. If you can change and I can change. And <laughs> everybody can then change. Everybody can change. We
0: can all change together.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, and while we're at that one, then shout out to Dolph Lunger. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Made us made us Continued our hate for the Soviet Union, yeah. The, yep. the shining example of everything that was wrong with the Soviet Union, but at the, in the end, even he came around and knew that uh, freedom was the way to go and, and That's right. <laughs> had respect for Rocky. Yeah, the
1: Russians Man. chanting Man. Rocky was the most ridiculous moment in any Rocky movie.
2: Yes. Balboa is what we need right now. You know, I think he could fix all this and we could get over this old Russians thing. But yeah,
1: send him over there like we send Rodman to North Korea. Exactly, send yeah. Balboa
0: in.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: go I ahead, just so. call him. I call him Mammoth Deuce now. That's all I call him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> big Deuce.
2: I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Todd for a second and go complete tangent on this. Uh, oh, sweet. Have you all seen the Stallone? Takate commercials, like whatever that is, like Mexican beer. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh my! I have not. Oh my gosh! You got to look them up. So this it's it's completely pointless. But if you, the listener, haven't seen them, uh, and you two need to look them up, they're some of the worst commercials I've ever seen. <laughs> they're completely bizarre, and it's just it blows my mind. He's talking to Canelo, the boxer Canelo, who clearly barely speaks English, right. And, and he tells him, oh, Canelo, be bold. <laughs> and that's what the commercial is. And, like, and then weird things happen. Like, yeah. he, he, like Canelo's got a black eye and Stallone walks up with a steak on a plate. And they're all like out at a barbecue. And Stallone says, Canelo, be bold. And, and then <laughs> like points at the steak and points at his own eye. And then Canelo grabs the steak and throws it on the grill. And then and then he says Be bolder or, or something like that. And then, and then they have a they have a tecate. And Wow. And then he walks into a room where Canelo's like in an ice tub and he says, Oh Canelo, be bold <laughs> And So there's a series of these. Yes, there's a series of them and each yeah. one is worse than the last and even more Good. confusing. And so when he says that, like all these beer cans raise up from the ice tub around him. And he tells Stallone, Be bolder. And then Stallone puts his fist up in the air. And then and then <laughs> Canelo puts his fists in the air. And then Stallone says, I'm gonna get in there. And like acts like he's about to climb in the like. It's, they all look like we made this up as we went. Like just kind of <laughs> we, we showed up and we had all this stuff and we just and then we there was no script. We just make it made it up. I don't know. It's very strange. He punches kind of like
1: an improv group where they they you show up and they're like, okay, you got a steak, an ice bucket, <laughs> and a right Stallone go.
2: Yeah, he punches a a a beehive or a wasp nest or a beehive in one of them, and and says, be bold. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. You just got to see them. Yeah, I'm intrigued. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> what's, what are your all's uh, most patriotic movie you love? Todd, do you have one?
0: I, I do. And um, this is because I just don't have another one. And Titanic? Uh, <laughs> it, is, it does feel great to be an American as you're... <laughs> feel your lungs collapse yeah Uh, but uh no mine is uh, john
2: Jacob Astor.
0: (laughs) mine's from a little a little little known movie probably uh i'm trying to think when it was i'm I'm pretty sure it was maybe early 90s uh and it's called uncle sam
2: (laughs) i'm gonna bet that that's a horror movie where uncle sam kills everybody
0: it, it is.
2: It it's is. a slasher flick. I don't see how it. that's patriotic, Ty.
0: <laughs> now it is. Actually, it is. Because here's what happens. Uh, it's a 1996. It's a horror comedy. I guess you could call it really dark comedy. Sure.
1: But um, Oh, my gosh. Look at the poster for this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Sam and the tagline, I want you dead. <laughs>
0: So, so yeah, so what happened um, you know there, it's it's I think it takes place in Kuwait and a guy in a helicopter gets down by a friendly fire and um, and then he you know they're burned, I guess burned up in the chopper and then his uh, uh, he's his body's shipped home, but he's really mad because he's dead. <laughs> And uh, uh I would be mad. Hometown is preparing for Independence Day, and uh, his wife's given custody of the casket with the remains because that's what they would do. Uh and so anyway, it's basically uh it's basically Uncle Sam. He he comes he comes to life and and then he dons this he knocks this uh guy with one of those, you know, walking on stilts Uncle Sam guys down and takes his costume and walks around and it kills people that aren't showing the true meaning of patriotism in the United States. In it is little more patriotic than that. It sure doesn't, man. Yeah. And, uh, can, I, can I read the? Can I
1: read the description on AMDB? Please, please do. Please yeah. do. Desert Storm vet who was killed in combat rises from the grave on the on July fourth to kill the unpatriotic citizens of his hometown after some teens burn an American flag over his burial site.
2: <laughs> that was a bad move on their part. Yes it
1: was. That is pretty I'll give it to you. That's 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 patriotic. I, <laughs> yeah. You can't make a more patriotic horror movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. He uses fireworks to blow up a congressman that's come into town to celebrate Fourth of July, <laughs> corrupt congressman. Okay. <laughs> They're all corrupt, pretty much. I don't think there's any. There may not be one unincorrupt person in this town. I'm not sure, yeah, except yeah. for Sam, obviously.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, Isaac Hayes is in it too. So you got. Yeah, gotta, you gotta, It's a great. It's a great flick. I don't care what anybody says. This is probably one of the top ten films of all time. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which i believe
1: less that this is your favorite patriotic movie or that you actually think it's a top 10 all time
0: well it's it's the only one that came to mind i mean there are a lot of horror movies based around the fourth of july nobody nobody
2: says it it doesn't have to be your shtick like nobody says it has to be a horror movie
0: no it, it it doesn't but by heck it is
1: yeah yeah, well I'm not I'm not gonna think of anything I like more than Rocky four so I'm just completely riding your coattails on that one
2: and shout out to the website uh, if uh, there's a VHsa there's there's an essay yes. of analysis on there about Rocky 4 with all my thoughts that I can't possibly restate any better than uh, on that uh, so if you go to the website, and the archives, and then there's a VHSA's, and there's a Rocky IV essay, and all all my love and explanation of why I love that movie and its patriotism. Um, Independence Day. Yeah, I did like Independence Day, and that's probably
1: that may have been the one I would have picked. Yeah, if I if you hadn't have mentioned Rocky IV, yeah. um, Red Dawn, the original. Yeah, right. Not the <laughs> no,
2: not yeah, mess. not not the yeah, no, not the one. <laughs> Drake and Josh. Yeah.
0: What about Jim Cotta? I don't know. Yeah. Jim Cotta. (laughs) It's like a Kung Fu movie, right? It is. (laughs) It's with an American gymnast. Kurt Thomas or Uh what was that? I can't remember. And
2: then there's the American Ninja. Isn't that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. One
0: through, what, six? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Jason (laughs) McKinley. Yes, sir. Nod to you, sir. Loved uh, loved him some American Ninja.
1: He sure did, and we would watch it at every sleepover. <laughs> um, you got a list on you got a something listed on here um, about Josh Brolin. Did you want to get into that? Uh, people can Before look at we'll
2: it. it yeah, people can look it up on like his Instagram or something. But Josh Brolin apparently went to an '80s party. Todd and uh, so of course he went dressed as himself from the Goonies, and I thought that deserved. To be mentioned. Yeah. Heck yeah! Much, much props to you, Brolin.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. What would have been funny though is if every time anybody talked to him, he said and just and just said to him, "Man, what's what's wrong with your face?"
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hey, talking
0: pirate. about the
2: Jonah Hex stuff?
0: Yeah, the, uh, the, the un-
2: ending- <laughs> right, yeah. The the never ending array of the the callback <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name on Goonies? Brand?
0: Uh,
2: yeah. Man, I don't, it was. I it was. I think it was yeah, his name. Was, it was Mikey's brother, and I think his name was Brand. Yeah. With a D on the end. That was were, right before the Young Riders. I, I guess short for Brandon, but they never say that.
0: Or Brando, maybe. Maybe Brando. Wasn't he rocking the Brando kind of look? The yeah. 50s Brando kind of look?
2: I don't know, Todd. Yeah, I thought, you, you yeah. tell you tell me, <laughs> Todd.
0: Hey, I'm just doing some analysis.
1: Bam, right off the cuff. <laughs> um, it's been probably what a good month since we podcasted.
2: Yeah, I'd say. Would so. you say? Yeah,
1: That's probably, probably a good like month. It. So why don't we fill everybody in? Maybe before we move on, real quick, and 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 still in this segment, why don't we all fill each other, everybody in, on what we've individually been up to, and then like collectively what we've been up to. So. Um, just to kind of you know get a little personal for the fans, they like that I think. All right, uh, especially the ones in Japan.
0: So, um, are, are you talking like a peek inside? Yeah, a little peek inside.
1: Yeah, let's let's let everybody in on what we what we've had going on since May uh, for the month of June and July. What's your summer been like so far, Todd?
0: It's uh, it's been like no summer at all. <laughs> 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 that didn't feel
1: like summer yeah huh?
0: well you know it, it, it's um june is uh it's just you know it, it you'd think june would be less busy yeah you know uh, in a in an institution but it's man it it ain't and i just said ain't folks i said it uh, sorry um it's no a su- it's that been-
2: southern charm that the japanese love on this podcast
0: right. i do that's why I, that's hey listen did you hear that three more subscribers uh-huh. from <laughs> okinawa um anyway so yeah it's it's been it's been kind of crazy uh at work uh and then you know it's i mean aside from just being being alive and being a wonderful person i mean i don't know it's you know, we've had uh, governor's Governor's School for
1: the Arts here in Kentucky has invaded Danville, and they stay on Center's campus for three weeks. And one of the uh, one of the things that they can the governor's scholars can go to this uh, program for is filmmaking. And Todd, don't you get to oversee like all of that for for the three weeks they're
0: here? Well, that that sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, you know. I, <coughs> I don't. Uh, I, I kind of uh, relinquish the the lab and theater that I kind of uh, supervise and let them have at it. And I, I I really don't have much to say as far as the creative uh, direction and anything like that. And that's fine. They they've got uh, they've got a good thing going.
2: I just kind of I kind of help
0: where I can.
2: You just push walks Softly on them like a like a crack right. dealer anytime you can. Hey kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, kids, if you want to really know how to make a movie <laughs> in, the, in the in the three to seven-minute range, watch this.
2: Hey, kid, you like indie film?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Got something for you.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't?
2: Uh, Scott, what have you been up to? Well, uh, why don't you go first? Because probably what I've been doing leads into the next thing. So. The next thing? Yeah.
1: Well, I... Kind of a callback to earlier in the show. Um, I have taken on doing two shows simultaneously at our at the same theater at our local community theater. So I'm bouncing back and forth to rehearsals, and I like Todd. Do not feel like there has been much of a summer. Um, so when this comes out, if if it come, well, this come out this week, Scott. Yes, it will. Okay, so when it comes out, then this weekend and next weekend, I will be performing with my daughter and wife in um, and some people that I love very dearly. We'll be performing in Greece at uh, West T. Hill Community Theater. com. I'll put out a little plug. If you want to get tickets, they're almost sold out, so get them. And then one, almost exactly four weeks later, we will open another show um, where I will play a recurring character that i played. Um, this will be the fourth time. So, yeah, I'm doing about four to eight rehearsals a week right now, and I am exhausted. So that's my summer so far. Boys, doing a lot of onstage theater.
0: He's basically, he basically has the dream summer. We're just, <laughs> yeah. Scott that's and I, I are just, we're just standing in the shadows. That's true.
1: Yeah. But it has been fun to do this with my family. The the, uh, the Grease uh, rehearsal, getting to see Havana. She got the part of Rizzo and getting to see her do that. Um has been a lot of fun for me. And then um Christy, my wife, has really worked hard on uh, the set and the design and, and doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and then she's also adorable on stage. So, uh, it has been Aww, a lot of fun for me to watch them.
2: Adorable. She really well, is.
1: And come, well, come and see what I'm talking about.
2: Well played. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I relinquish. to Scott. Uh... Well, as as some of you know, that uh, I, basically I've just been working on uh, the restoration of Space Cops, and it's you know that's still work that's ongoing. Uh, so you haven't
1: had a summer either.
2: Uh, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> and uh, so you know it's that and that alone. Apart from you know getting to spend some family time out, you know, but uh, who wants to hear about that? So. <laughs> me, me, I do. <laughs> But yeah, you know, the, the space cops uh, episode restoration and um, work on the website and and all that kind of jazz.
0: You want to go right on into that? Then go you th- been go for it. Killing it. I thought I thought you took like two weeks in uh, early June and just shut everything off and watched Escaflone.
2: <laughs> I don't know what Escaflone <laughs> is. is though. No, I, I doubt it. <laughs>
0: I, I, I must be okay. I've, I've got you confused. Okay. Is that
1: a soccer team? Because if so, then it's highly possible that happened.
0: I think it's a. Uh, if you know what I'm saying, adult animation. Hey, he oh goodness! Died. Hold well, on <laughs> now. It's it's up there with the. Uh, I guess it's anime. I guess it's what He's Man,
2: listen to him. He's just pandering now. He, just he really is. Just <laughs> numbers. Anxiety.
0: I don't even—I don't even know what I'm talking. Tokyo about. Tokyo
1: listeners know what he's talking about, even if we know. Yeah, Escaflone. <laughs> so yeah, let's go right on into some uh, space cops. First of all, um, promote that website because. Because it looks great.
2: Walksoftlyfilms.com is the main site, and SpaceCops.tv, your home for all things Don, Johnny, and the Chief. Um, Heads up for you there. Lots of work has been done to that. Uh, For a while, it was only a countdown as we neared uh, the release of episodes, and now it's up and running. So, at the Space Cops website, you can watch episodes... You know, we got a got a link there to you for uh, for all the episodes that we've got. Uh, we've got a store. Man, do you all know about this? We got T-shirts for sale. Nice. Space Cops gear ready for your purchase because uh, we know you're excited about it. And um, then we've got the Space Cops Wiki. Have you all see? Have you all looked at that? You too? I have not, did not know about that. Yeah, there's a Space Cops wiki on there that goes into detail on, uh, uh, and we'll be adding to that, you know, as we go. But right now, you know, there's a lot of good info there that people might not know about uh, Ridge Reg and and Jackie Franklin and Gene Paul Bundy and uh, even... Uh, that's kind of awesome, Dino Rivera, and and kind of what happened to the series after it went off the air, and where's it been, and like so all yeah. that info is on there, and and just a basic breakdown of, of the series and what it was about. So definitely give that a look, everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah pe- people aren't gonna people are gonna be tired of reading about Dino Rivera, all the
2: no, all the never.
0: information we've already given you know about him and all the episodes, and everybody knows everything about him.
2: Yeah, and if you if you all have info. That we don't I mean send it in because like you know absolutely yeah some of this we don't know everything and we haven't heard all the stories so if you've got some good Dino Rivera info you know send it in and we'll'll we'll add it to the wiki but uh guys episode one and two have hit the internet yep let's can we talk about episode one absolutely let's go for it
0: can I can I say one thing though on Sunday night around 8. 8- I don't know eight oh five. I noticed my internet was just completely broke. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Especially yeah. especially in Kentucky, I think it it, yeah. it pretty much just locks up because everybody we are crashing servers all over the state. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was it was pretty it was pretty sad because I was trying to look up some Escafloné trivia, <laughs> and I was unable. <laughs> so episode one by the book.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the seventy nine eighty season. I, I hadn't. I, I haven't, I didn't see it in the first run uh, too young for, I missed the, the first season. So I hadn't seen those episodes until we got our hands on them. Mm-hmm. Todd, do you remember like the pilot? I mean, did you, did you see the first yeah. episode when it aired? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I mean, the thi- and honestly the thing I remember more than anything is that I think I remember the show. Don't get me wrong, but I mm-hmm. remember, I remember the commercials. Okay. Um, because back then, I mean, you know, they were playing, you know, there were commercials like, uh, you know, for like the Ford Pinto and, um, you know, and, and, uh, lawn darts, the old lawn darts, there were so many dangerous items that were, uh, advertised for during that. (laughs)
2: Lawn darts were huge.
0: They were huge. And especially if you had the huge ones, Yeah. yeah, they were big and. Unforgiving, even to a human skull.
2: Alan, what was your, your takeaway from episode one?
0: Um,
1: man, i first of all, the uh, the intro, just classic, yeah, '80s cop drama intro. Yeah, right. um, uh-huh. just took me back to that time instantly. Um, loved all the little, you know, the little frames of the goofy faces with the with the names on them, and um, loved all that stuff.
0: Um,
2: and they 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 tried to capture like you know in in two seconds who right who, who their characters were, you know, like uh, yeah. Johnny is like staring at boobs and you know, and Don's yeah. not approving, and
1: yeah, and and he's behind the typewriter, trying to get the paperwork <laughs> done, and Johnny's just very dismissive, yeah, and, over there by the water cooler, I mean, <laughs> right, just ripping his stuff up and and then you got chief just either like chief is maybe the most bipolar character in the history of television am i safe in saying
2: that and they i mean they started that early like normally i feel like you have to work into characters to kind of figure out who they are like i remember seinfeld it taking a couple years to really kind of hit its stride but i mean right from the get-go yeah the chief is is either super manic
1: (laughs) or or just hardcore down there's no in between
2: yeah yeah, he's uh, – you didn't expect – I mean, because you start off, and, and uh, right from the beginning, you the, the producers kind of turned the series and, and the cop show format on its ear. The wiki talks about this a little bit, but, you know, he you start out with what you'd expect about – you know, he comes in, he's talking about, to them about being uh, loose cannons. And mm-hmm. then when you get into the episode a little bit further, it's clear that he's the one – Right, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the loose scanning. So, yeah, they were um,
0: they were juxtaposing, ahead. they were juxtaposing like no others.
2: Yeah, it, it was interesting that they had the foresight to do, or maybe this was just an extension of like you know, I, I, maybe it, it wasn't all planned, but I don't know. But the, the fact that Xanthar, you know, Space Boy Xanthar was in from the very first episode, you know, and the and the impact that he would have mm-hmm. across the series. Right, uh, but he was there from from the beginning, and and you know, in that first episode, you really have no idea what he's going to end up being. Yeah, right.
1: Know. I heard a rumor that, um, and you'll kind of notice in the show that uh, he kind of has a hard time keeping a straight face. Yeah, through some of the scenes, I heard a rumor that like they had only signed him to a one day contract because it was supposed to be like a one off character. Mm-hmm. So they'd signed him for a one day contract, do all his filming in one day. But whether like kind of got him on that day like there were storms moving in so they had to hurry through those scenes yeah so they pretty much just had to go with part of his character was (laughs) he didn't take the space cop seriously because they had him for one day the storms were coming had to get all the outside shots done so they just like kept that as part of his character that and then people ate it up people were like well this little space punk doesn't even yeah take the cop seriously so
2: that wasn't even written in that he was gonna be like a little jerk like that
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, wow. it just happened to be and that, that ki- he-
2: yeah, that kind of defined his character who he was. Right, yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. interesting.
1: And then yeah, and then they people loved what he did with it, loved the the uh how he he did kind of sort of snicker at all the space cops threats mm. and uh and then they brought him back for more for more episodes after that. So yeah. yeah.
0: And you know, a lot of people what they don't know about him is he is as far as I know, he's the only actor he actually played in one episode each of the Brady Bunch and the Partridge family, they actually inserted him as one of the kids in both just, just a single episode. It was basically an episode where um, I think they weren't The story wasn't focused on Bobby or the little kid from, you know, the little Partridge kid. Mm -hmm. So basically he, he played, he played the youngest, the youngest son in both of those, uh, sitcoms. Hmm. Todd, it, what a w- range. I uh, didn't know that.
2: I, I didn't I know. I didn't know that either. Todd, what, uh, I should have, we really should have looked him up on IMDb to be honest, if that's, yeah. but, uh, you know, that's what we do here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Todd, when can you remember like this thing, like space cops, uh, getting some traction, like maybe kids talking about it at school, like, at what point did that start to happen?
0: Well, of course, you know, a couple years earlier um, with Star Wars, yeah. I mean, everything was huge. Everything was about everything changed at that point. You know, uh, everybody wanted to, everybody wanted to be out in space, and then so ever, you know, you had. Uh, I think it was, if I remember, it was kind of going up against uh, the tail end of Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. and yeah. right. As uh, Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth, twenty first century, twenty fifth century, it's one of those. It's yes. either the twenty first or the twenty fifth. My guess is the twenty fifth. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, but uh, so and those those were kind of. I mean, those were kind of interchangeable. I think Battlestar and yeah. and Buck Rogers were basically the same show. Um, sorry, Gil Gerard, and sorry, uh, Dirk Benedict. <laughs> But uh but they were we know we're was, listening right now. And this was, you know, this was like, all right, you know, we're gonna take we're gonna take the best the best moments from a space show mm. and we're also gonna throw in that, that cop the cop show that was kind of I'm not gonna say it might have been dwindling, you know, the, the early to mid to late seventies was right. It was all cop shows, you know. Starsky you, is
2: wrapping up around that time.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, you had Mannix and McLeod and all these other other cop shows yeah. that were going different routes, and, and all
2: the ones they they tried to start a ton of cop shows right in there around the late seventies, early eighties era, and none of them took. Like there are so yeah. many.
0: Oh yeah, like, yeah, you, know, you go with Beretta and before that Toma and yeah, uh, my goodness, Cannon, all of them, man. They were all over the place. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, you couldn't. There's you
2: couldn't, one, there's one called Bad Cats. <laughs> and wow. It, and and bad is an acronym of some sort. It's B dot <laughs> A dot D, and I don't know what what that is, but uh, and there was it one stands for bad a dog cat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. But there were a ton of them. There were uh, there was one with Roy Scheider um, right then, and, and like and this is just like ABC wow so all of these were on there yeah yeah i think although oh, well, those two for sure and there were more um what uh all one right. that didn't get traction that i wish had of
1: at that time and i can't remember what they they either called it or were gonna call it i think they actually shot a piper uh, piper a pilot for it but it was the one with rowdy roddy piper and jesse yeah. ventura yeah. man i wish that thing had got made
2: <laughs> yeah tag team
1: Tag team, that's it. Yeah, they they were gonna play cops, and it was gonna be uh, incredible. It sounded like, but yeah.
2: uh, but that's a good point, Todd. The um, just like Dukes of Hazard was, you know, capitalizing on Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like just like you said, uh, Star Wars comes out, and everybody had to try to cash in. And Stanley and Eugene Shallots, you know, no different. Yeah. They had to get yeah. in on that uh, action, and uh, so. But let's yeah. talk. Go yeah, ahead. you
0: can't you can't you can't uh you can't negate the fact that, you know, obviously Lucas had a, a little bit to say with you know that show coming together and everything. But man, you know, getting getting those all those personalities together for that series, it was like a perfect storm. let mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about
1: episode 2. Yeah, the conclusion, all that glimmers. Oh. Um, um, yep. First of all, was it a satisfying conclusion for you all to uh, f- for how they left us hanging in episode one?
2: I think it was, you know, again unexpected. They they keep throwing curveballs at you because the last yeah. thing I was expecting is for the chief to disintegrate Xanthar r- right off the bat.
1: And even more surprising to me, not not that because I mean they established he's super manic and and loose cannon. Yeah, uh, the chief is so. That was surprising, but then even more surprising, immediate remorse.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. And then we have to save him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never know what the dude is going to do <laughs> at all. He's, com- I mean, unpredictable isn't even the word because yeah, you like that you start out the episode and just like right from the beginning, like you know, it just disintegrates him, and then the very next second, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 screaming at at, uh, Geronimo and Ritz and and telling him to get him to the hospital. So,
1: yeah. And Johnny's Johnny has mercy. Yeah. Uh, Xanthar says, uh, "Okay, I'll go quietly. Right. Johnny backs down, has mercy.
2: Chief has none. (laughs) None whatsoever. Like he hands him. Yeah. Yeah. Xanthar hands him his gun back. Yeah. And he immediately shoots him with it. (laughs) <laughs> so like the the method of this guy and like it would obviously never fly and the the trouble that he would you know it, it, so it's crazy yeah um, and
0: uh, w- there was one thing <laughs> about that uh, uh, oh shoot I've lost it yeah you can edit that out
1: <laughs> well we, <laughs> we'll come back to it but but then right immediately after that um, so he has remorse he he, he uh, basically. Uh, Guilts Don and Johnny into helping him because he's so sad to try to get uh, Xanthar um, back together. We got to We got to start the remolecularization process
2: by the the way. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, (coughs) let's just throw that in there. What, what's some writing right there, right? We got to re molecularize his vitality dust. Right. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. So they put it in a bag labeled, uh, space punk. Um, (laughs) and uh get it together and then suddenly a uh, a station wagon pulls up and we are introduced to some of my favorite characters in the space cop series um flarch and nips <laughs> oh man known as the glimmer gang yeah guys, best, what are your thoughts on the
2: villain,
0: glimmers? best villain names ever yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah what are your thoughts on those guys first of all the actors that played them um and this might be why we got a German bump, but aren't they German?
2: Yeah, at least I know one of them is for sure. I think Flarch. Flarch yeah. 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 And uh, I've never looked up Nips, but uh, I, I wouldn't be it, surprised. Nips defining anything about Nips. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a mystery man.
0: Yeah. Um, I think one of those guys was in an Eastern European circus uh, prior to okay. being in Space Cop. Well,
2: that makes sense when you think about like season three and all the acrobatics he was doing. Right. Yeah. Um so yeah that makes sense. He he made a he even made an appearance in that uh yeah, yeah that one where Jose uh joins the circus. So, uh, the 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 second this is all in the wiki. It's all in the wiki right. uh the the episode second season episode they try to spin him off and and he's going to be in a traveling circus slash private investigator with his his uh his little person friend. All right. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's Tiny Tommy Tuco. Um, <laughs> it just makes me laugh just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I think that was his name. But yeah, it's it's for real. It's all in the wiki. And <laughs> okay, I didn't think I'd realize that. <laughs> yeah, it's all in there. So... People people are going to stop listening to the podcast and go straight to the <laughs> oh
0: my yeah
2: Yeah, uh, but yeah. So Nips was was doing some some accurate some uh, trapeze work in that episode, and uh, <laughs> but that was the one they were they were they were going to try to use as a spinoff for for Jose, and it didn't work out. But yeah,
0: mm. man, what could have been with that show?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, and people yeah. just weren't. He was immensely he was crazy popular, but it never took off. So. I guess they just, you know, like, they wanted him to still be part of the show.
0: He was basically the fa- Fonz on mm. uh, Space Cops. Yeah. But, yeah, but Fonz
2: slash Huggy Bear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But just didn't, didn't, but, you know, the the Fonz chose to st- hang around. Right. Jose, you know, he had, he had a, he had a different vision.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um And they did, it also
1: explains, like they did all their own stunts, like jumping out of the car and all that. (laughs) They did all that. So that explains how they were able to do that, too.
2: Yeah, that was a little bit strange why they jumped out of their own car. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) I wasn't, I didn't quite follow that, but. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess they figured with the gold dust, they could buy a thousand
0: cars. I don't know (laughs) at that
2: point. I, uh,
0: you you know why they jumped out of the car,
2: (laughs) but, uh, it was. But then we're introduced
1: to, are you all done with that segment? Because then we're introduced to what, what was the like, oh man, the iconic vehicle of at least the first couple seasons, yeah, of Space Cops,
2: right up there with the General E, right, and the A team van. And Kit, Mm -hmm. I mean, this was there, you know, because everybody had to have their vehicle, you know, because all those shows, you know, vehicle was a character, and, and, yep, go ahead.
1: Yeah, the Interceptor is introduced into TV lore Mm -hmm. um, as the iconic vehicle of, of the Space Cops.
2: It looks decidedly not futuristic. Right. Um, and I guess that's you know because they're on Earth, I guess, and and yeah. you know they have to use because in what's available to them, right? And in episode three, you kind of see what their their uh, space cruiser was like, and it's you know it's pretty impressive. But when right. I guess that's the point on Earth, like you got to use you know it's prim- Chief, it's more primitive. Yeah. yeah, Chief wants them to use all Earth stuff. So, uh, but it it was awesome. Did it surprise
1: you that Don? nor Johnny knew how to drive an Earth car, but they were able to become cops on Earth.
2: Yeah, and the show's not really consistent on that stuff. (laughs) Like, I don't know why they could drive a a space car, you know, but not an Earth car. I mean, I guess the gas pedal would be the main difference.
1: Yeah, probably so. That makes sense. If you're going to try to make sense of it, that's as much as you're going to make out (laughs) of it.
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, we see them, we see them driving later, and it's even in in some of the episodes when they switched the uh, the intro. Like, there's you know, there's a shot from one of the episodes where they're driving. Oh, maybe that's. Oh, that was because they uh, they tied it in because they didn't know how to drive a car. So, like, I think uh, uh, Ritz drives under a tractor trailer. So oh, they, yeah. they kind of kept that going like, you know, like it was always an adventure when they would try to get when in an earth drive. car. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like that. I like that as a plot device. Yeah, just shaved the top right off of it cuz he, yeah. yeah, <laughs> he was like just didn't know, no. just didn't know I mean, he couldn't clear it. Uh, when
0: when I was watching that show back in the 70s 80s, we had a me and my friends had a had a name for that the uh the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we called it the uh <clears throat> Because I mean, what it didn't really ever have that didn't really ever have a name, no,
2: no. Mm-mm.
0: But we we always called it the the Progastinator. Hmm. <laughs> Just a little little look into my life.
2: Was was the thinking there that like is he he doesn't know what the name of the thing is, so he has to lean into the car and ask?
1: Yeah, I think he didn't know what what on earth. They called the medical vehicles that they would use to transport, yeah, the Venusian to the hospital. So, so he, he had to lean in and check with check with
2: Nips. <laughs> so he asks Nips, yeah, and then they still kind of, they just, they kind of get it, but not quite.
1: Right, because Nips is probably in there trying to look it up too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the best they could come up with when he just <laughs> when he when he looks at his paper, reads. I, I mean, that's what I'm reading into it. Right. Yeah. Of yeah, course, that...
0: you know, they had a they had a computer screen uh, full screen computer in in the uh in the Progastinator.
2: And there there is some fallout from that whole thing in the third episode, so everybody can look forward to that, and I'm excited about it. But Yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, good there times.
1: There's the first two episode rundown. Um we're excited about the third one. The third one we get into a little bit more of uh Some origin stuff, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. For the first time, we we find out where these guys came from and why they're on Earth.
1: Yeah, why these incredible uh, space cops have been grounded. Um, Which I think, is that that actually the
2: name of it? Grounded? Uh, No. What is is the title of the third episode? Um, Well, we find out why they're grounded. Why they've
1: been relinquished to Earth. Um,
2: Yeah. Earth Duty. That's what it's called.
1: Earth Duty. There you go. So... uh, yeah and, and uh, yeah a little backstory on Don and Johnny and how they how they came to earth and how the chief was able to wrangle them into his precinct so
2: um is that yeah, no, not at all and uh heads up that next week the, the with the third episode, there's also a bonus episode, so that's the first one cool. where we get into episodes that haven't been re-released yet, so
1: wow, okay, nice it begins next week Good deal and if you guys have not already. Uh, subscribe to the Space Cops YouTube channel, please do so. It would help us out tremendously.
2: Yep, we got to get this thing going. We're I think we're up to fifty something, and uh, we need to go ahead and get a hundred real quick. So, d- what are you waiting on? Yeah, please do it. Don't, um, don't let the Japanese beat you to it.
1: Yeah, no joke. Come on,
2: hey Japanese, beat them. <laughs> beat them to it. And we, I will ship a uh, Space Cops T-shirt to Japan. I'm just telling you.
1: So, <laughs> no, so order up. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, before we take a break, do you want to um, talk about some of the uh, the uh, weird dream-inducing stories we've heard from some of the Walk Softly fans before we get off of Walk Softly stuff? Let's do it. And you all haven't
2: heard these. So I don't know <laughs> if this centers around like all the Space Cops activity or what, but uh, let's see. The first one I got is from Brandon Long. Loyal listener? Yeah. I gotta tell you about this completely insane dream I had after watching the Space Cops episode. I dreamed Kirby Stafford's shop was in Lancaster near my house on Danville Street. He had his normal hot rod stuff going on. Someone intentionally set fire to his garage and completely melted down a set of Krager rims into a puddle of molten metal... And your dad was pissed, <laughs> and I, I'd say he would be. Yeah, if you set his shop on fire and melted <laughs> melted the crackers. crackers on. In the dream, I was listening to the to the podcast, to talk hard, which you're listening to right now. So in the dream, he's listening to talk hard uh, on an old radio, and you guys actually called out the perpetrators by name. <laughs> Like,
1: like we would. Yeah. yeah, we would too. Yeah.
2: These dudes heard it and then stormed your dad's shop and were beating him up in the front yard. Whoa! Yeah. I snuck out the back door and ran through the neighborhood to call the cops. <laughs> so Brandon didn't intervene. <laughs> no, no, but he did. He didn't. snuck away. He did. Okay. <laughs> he did call for help. I think yeah. there were still landlines in this dream, and I recalled reinforcements from Buck and Pam Rogers' house. Okay, <laughs> Buck Rogers
1: is in uh, in one of the plays I'm doing. Just a shout out to Buck right okay. there. Okay, this isn't the 25th
0: century Buck Rogers. No, this is right. this is the actual Buck Rogers.
2: All right, so he lives in Lancaster. Uh, in this dream, a riot erupted. A riot erupted in the streets. Homes were set on fire, and the whole town was going nuts. Holy crap! It was out of control. Because not... All because we called out the perpetrators on our bike. <laughs> yeah, it just all went to heck. Wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure how it got re- all got resolved. I guess the moral of the story is either stay out of Lancaster or talk softly. So thank <laughs> you, goodness. Brandon Long.
1: I can't wait to see what dreams are induced by Tiny Tom Tooko. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> or whatever his name is <laughs> he was it was disturbing um the second dream is from Dale McHenry uh, wouldn't you know that on my first day as a law enforcement officer I would have to arrest three professional wrestlers to make matters oh, worse I like
1: this already I
2: already like where it's going uh, to make matters worse I couldn't get them to cooperate in letting me cuff them so I had to walk them at gunpoint They didn't cooperate that way either so I had to put bullets in all three of them. Whoa! (laughs) put them down because they wouldn't walk. (laughs) Seems a little harsh. (laughs) They were lucky that I have become an expert shot after having zero practice and was able to subdue them with shots that resulted in flesh wounds. Uh, Kurt Angle is so stupid. (laughs) He tried counting my bullets in hopes that I would run out. That was right before I shot him. I couldn't, resi- <laughs> I couldn't resist saying, "I got enough bullets to bring you to justice." That's true. That's undisputedly true. Dang it to heck! Angle <laughs> took a shot to the shoulder, but it must have been a flesh wound because he didn't die. John Cena and Scott Stafford took shots to the ankle. Oh, there we go. To keep them from running. You're uh- in. You're in the tall cotton, there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Cena and Kurt Angle. <laughs> and Kurt. <laughs> i almost missed john cena i couldn't see him i know what you're that's that's uh that's wrestling humor everybody right uh i know what you're thinking who is scott stafford i never heard of that wrestler that's because he was the bandit and wore a mask when he wrestled and he wasn't really a wrestler that's your opinion right he no, just i disagree with that he just played one in his indie film cannonball I had to wrestle Scott to the ground and hold him. I apologized for not being there for him when he was growing up. (laughs) (laughs) My life had taken a bad turn because Dale wasn't there to keep me on the straight and narrow. (laughs) Uh, Because I apologized to him for not being there when he was growing up, which is true. I wasn't there for him at all because I didn't know him. And in my defense, I didn't even meet him until we were both adults. I did promise Scott that I would tell Todd Sheen, who was a mutual friend, and his Cannonball co star so that he could visit him in prison. Oh, man. He told me, drop dead, blanker, blanker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I kicked oh, him in the ankle.
2: Blank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whole blankety blanker.
2: <laughs> so I kicked him in the ankle where I shot him, and I asked him if he kissed his mother with that mouth. And then I woke up. There you wow. go. There My you go. Goodness.
1: Well, I have video footage to prove that Scott Stafford was indeed a wrestler. Oh, from age fifteen. Yeah. So I'm going to dispute that. But other than that, man, that's incredible.
0: That that's well layered. A well layered dream, right there. What we're inspiring yep. these people's
2: subconsciouses. I mean, people getting shot. Lancaster getting burned down Burns on a riot. <laughs> Like I don't know what we're doing to people, but no. I mean, it sounds entertaining at least. And yeah, that's, it is. It's what you want. So if
1: any of you all, uh, any, anybody else yeah. have any dreams that we've inspired, we'd love to hear them. Yeah,
2: how many are out there that we don't even know about?
1: Right. Yeah, drop us a line. Um, on Facebook at Walks Softly Films uh, backslash Walks Softly Films or Twitter at Walks Softly Films send it send it to us
2: yeah there's a contact page on the website man you yeah. all need to get to the website there's so much going on over there yeah the website is incredible it's on uh, fire. you guys want to take a break let's do it All right, let's, let's find out a-
0: what happened
1: to Bergen though okay <laughs> right, let's take a quick break uh, we'll be right back you're listening to Talk Hard. welcome back everybody to talk hard um let's just jump right into this thing and we've got a few i think what bless you, bless you. <laughs> i think what uh, we could probably hit on on a few subjects really quick so um let's do that bless you, so bless much. you again this will probably be as rapid fire as we get i don't think we're capable of rapid fire but this will be as rapid fire as it gets um Let's start out with uh, Battle of the Network Stars kind of snowballing off of um, uh, Space Cops because oh, yeah. all three of the main players in Space Cops participated, um, Reginald, Gene Paul and Jackie were all we all in a, a few of the Battle of the Network Stars. So um, let's talk about Battle of the Network Stars, the new ones. Uh, Scott, you had some
2: thoughts. Uh, first of all, I love the old ones with a passion. Yes absolutely that is fantastic television uh i can't get enough of it
1: those and um when the Scar brothers did cheap seats mm. on those if you can find those they're fantastic
2: yeah I, I, no doubt about it uh, i don't know if espn 2 or espn classic they used to be uh, air those all the time so i think on monday nights. But, uh, and they're on, there's some episodes on YouTube and stuff, so anyway, if you don't know Battle of the Network Stars, by all means, please uh, ingratiate yourself. Oh, it's mesmerizing, it really is. Yeah, I don't even know if that's the proper usage of that word, but sounds okay. Yeah, I like it. Uh, So, there's a new Battle of the Network Stars, and it is trash. I have not seen it, it looks awful. I hate it with a passion. Uh, And part of that is because I love the original so much. Yeah. Uh, They said, they actually said on one of the promos, the biggest stars in television. Wow. For this new one. I'm going to tell you some of the names that are participating. Okay. Are you ready?
1: Wait, the biggest stars in television. And I haven't seen it. Todd, have you seen it?
0: I haven't, I, but I but I know I've I've heard of some of the biggest stars that are on this show. Yeah.
1: Well, let's think of the biggest stars in television, and then we can we can guess as to who's on the show, and you can tell us if they are on there or not. <laughs> okay. So how's that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Biggest stars in television. Um, Brian Cranston. No. Okay. Giovanni no. Ribisi. We'll just go off Sneaky Pete. Um, okay. Um, Kevin Spacey. No. Okay, well, I'm, na- I'm naming, like, like <laughs> right. streaming shows, so maybe we ought to go to network
2: Okay, shows. maybe try that.
1: Yeah, network shows, or our, maybe even, like, AMC and th- those kind of things. Um, Jennifer Lopez.
0: No.
2: Okay.
1: Halle Berry. No. Tim Allen. No. Um, okay, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you should tell us. Yeah. I mean, we could
0: Matt, name a few Matt more. LeBlanc. No. Matt LeBlanc. Jennifer
2: uh, Aniston. No, all of those people are like currently on television and working, so yeah, they're not going to be on this show. Um, do you want me to? How should I do this? Should I start with the biggest star of them all? In, yeah. in my opinion, start, start with the smallest. This, oh, okay, Todd. Wants to I don't small. even know if I can like quantify that. <laughs> uh, the smallest I, I, I don't know man uh
0: Joey, are there any are there any repeats from the original show that are on this new incarnation i'll say
2: the smallest star is corbin blue i've no idea who this <laughs> is. <laughs> okay
0: is that a person
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i think he was on like uh the um high school musical ah, I mean. yeah okay mm-hmm. so The biggest star, in my estimation, on the whole show, Tom Arnold. Whoa.
1: Well, I have heard of him.
2: (laughs) Yes, and he's been in feature films. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of good ones. (laughs) So, there you go.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: (laughs) But you got your Joey Lawrences. There's literally not one person on this thing that is currently... In a show?
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm completely misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you would
2: think the biggest stars yeah. in, television in television might be on television. Yeah. Apart and from this Tom show. Was Arnold
1: on television? No. I thought he only did movies. Hey,
2: well, he probably made a few appearances on Roseanne and. Yeah. So cameos, but he never had a show. No, I, I don't think, think so. Of. So whoa. Let me tell you. Okay. Uh, let's let's go through some of these. Kim Fields. These are, this is a list of people who were on the original show. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Tootie. Yeah.
0: Tootie from Facts of Life. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give you, I'm going to run down some of the names that were on the original show. In 76, it ran through for 13 years. So through 90, is that right? Yeah. The, gosh, that's awesome. Okay. So Kim Fields, Donna Mills. I don't know who that is. Falcon Chris. Yep. Larry okay. Wilcox. Chips. Yep. Uh, he was John on Chips. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ponch is on there, too. Oh, wow. Both Yep. Estrada is uh, on there.
0: Do you remember that they're, they're at the very end of Chips? I think he <laughs> left and Ponch was still there, but they brought in the John replacement that yeah, looked kind of like him. That was blonde yeah. and mm-hmm. looked like a surfer. Okay, are uh, all
2: these people coaches? Because they've got to be. No. Like they're competing. Exactly, they're participating. Yeah, Dude, they, they're not young. No, the coaches are the people that should be participating. Like <laughs> those are the biggest stars. Like uh, um, Ronda Rousey is coaching. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's coaching a bunch of sixty-something years old.
1: Yeah, I was gonna people. say they have to be late fifties because we're
2: forty. Well, yeah, I'll get into that. Willie Ames, who was one of the absolute superstars of the first, like as far as like competing, yeah. he was in every single one of them, and 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 always uh, killing it. Yeah, not as much as his buddy Bayo. Bayo was maybe the the greatest battle of competitor yes. in the history. Yeah, and, and no doubt about he it. He was
1: intense, and that's no joke, dudes. Look that up.
2: Yeah, he was a fast little son of a gun, too. He and dominated. very competitive. Yeah, any race or the 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 uh, obstacle course, Bayo was going to dominate. Uh, Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah. Greg Evigan.
0: The original Hulk.
2: Yep, Greg Evigan. BJ. Potsy. Potsy is... Potsy! A- yes. Anson Williams is on this thing. Jimmy Walker. (laughs) JJ. Adrian Zamed. So listen. Okay. um, Jimmy
1: Walker's going to be in Danville at the end of the summer, by the way. Doing stand-up comedy at Pioneer Playhouse.
2: So for... for,
0: Dynamite! That's right.
2: For comparison's sake, all right? Mm. If... (laughs) On the original... uh, Battle of the network stars. If Lucille Ball had competed, <laughs> she would have gone <It's> nuts. <laughs> she would. She would have been sixty-five years old. Yeah. Anson Williams Potsy is sixty-seven.
0: Goodness sakes!
2: Uh. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's a different world we live in now.
2: Jackie Gleason would have been sixty. Uh, I think. Ferrigno is was he 60 or 65. So that gives you some idea. And they're competing. And like back in the original like the oldest people were the managers or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And so Dick Van Patten was mm-hmm. always like, you know, he was, you know, he was the the team captain, 52 years old back then. Wow. Okay. And, like, all these people are older, way, way older. He would been older. in the
1: prime of today's Ballon <laughs> yes. dork stars.
2: Yeah, you really would have. So that gives you some idea. What are the games?
1: Are they still doing, like, super physical games, or is it...
2: Not as much. Shovel uh, uh, Yeah, the, some, so they've eliminated some of that, but they're still the dunk tank, quote, unquote. Yeah. Which is kind of... Uh, you know, people always talk about, like our time was more wholesome than you know as you go forward in the future like things always get worse and, and more like you know morally and ethically yeah it's interesting to to think about like the dunk tank <laughs> back yeah, in that's the day where it all showed out didn't was it was pretty darn racy and <laughs> in this one they just put the the dunk tank in, tank in the pool and you know there's no like see-through bathing suits like back in the day and mm-hmm. uh so yeah, they've definitely <laughs> taken they're definitely taking the sexual element out of it that the first one had. And like, even if they didn't,
1: it's a bunch of sixty
0: year olds
2: getting done. <laughs> that's true. Who wants to yeah? <laughs> right, out of all these people. Carlene Tilton Yeah, yeah. She's on there. She is on there.
0: Hey, uh Danny Bonaducci's on there too. Yep. And Barry Williams from um uh, Brady Bunch. Yeah, so, wow.
2: So the production looks terrible. Like the show, it's like just, just. I mean, it looks so cheap and awful. And like, I was watching a piece of one episode, and like the, the microphone was all blown out and distorted, and it was like completely distorted. And like, what is, huh. what is going on? But just Mike Greenberg, man, is you are absolutely no Howard Cosell, and he 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 knows that, and he would he Ooh. would say the same thing, but. I mean, to even attempt to do this show, it's it's embarrassing to me. And like, I don't know. He he, you know, he's splitting off. He's leaving Mike and Mike's show. Yeah, you know, so he can do stuff like this and and be like the new Howard Cosell type of. And I don't dude, know. Uh, no, I'm not much on Greeny. No. Uh, but you know what made the original amazing, and why? And I and I always knew, like we used to talk about, it, like they could never do. Uh, Battle of the Network Stars Today. We used to talk about it before they ever announced they were going to do one because it was, it was, the show was insane. Like yeah. the biggest stars on these three networks competing and every time somebody would blow their knee out like oh yeah acl's the whole deal they did not play no no they came to win they, they completely ripped their hands apart on tug of war is like like yeah, wh-
1: there was always blood and Tears. People were crying. Yeah,
2: <laughs> putting their biggest stars of their biggest properties and shows in serious danger and and like danger of being like not able to produce the show like that they that their stars of it was crazy what they did and so that you knew that they would never do that and then all of a sudden they announced they're going to do another one. It's like. How, what, you know, because you can't. There's no way they would ever, and sure enough, it's like all these people who aren't on television and are in no way stars, let alone the biggest stars in television. So anyway, it stinks. It's terrible. I hate everything about it. Please get it off the television. I'm glad I haven't watched it.
0: And let's let's be honest. You know, yeah, there were only three networks back then, but the way they're doing this is the blue team and the red team. So you don't even have the different networks. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I think every episode they're like split up into tiny little teams. So there's like the the sci-fi team and like the the uh, fantasy lawyers team. Lawyers
0: and doctors and cops.
2: Yeah, and, put all the Baywatch people on one team. Like, so uh,
0: don't even call it network stars. Then just call it Battle of the,
2: Yeah. Old TV (laughs) wash ups has been, (laughs) of
0: course. You know, you you would have to add. Let's see, you'd have to. I mean, you'd have the three, you'd have the big three, but you'd have to add Fox, Fox. CW, and you'd have to add Netflix uh, team. Is that it? Have a a Netflix Netflix team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, oh, well, Well, that sounds like garbage. I would like to see Spacey out there competing, (laughs) yeah. (laughs)
2: I think he would be I think he'd do quite well at uh, Simon Says oh he would
0: he would (laughs) he would uh, intimidation factor is unknown
1: alright let's move let's move to some um, some some film stuff that that we've seen we haven't seen or whatever uh, but let's do some quick hitters on some some movies Um, first of all Todd you said you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet right
0: yeah, my quick hit is haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> okay. That's as quick as it gets. Um, but you did see it, Scott, right?
2: I did just uh, this week, just okay. a couple days what, ago.
1: Do you want to give your overall take on it, and then we can go back and forth on it a little bit if you want to?
2: Yeah, and if you haven't uh, seen Wonder Woman, just uh, skip forward about a minute because uh, that's all this is going to take. But uh, And that means you, Courtney Whitfield. Um, oh, she hasn't seen it yet. Right. So. Okay. My opinion, my, my biggest takeaway the whole thing is people always say you can't make a good... It's so hard to make a good Superman movie, and this has always been the crux of Superman and making Superman movies and why they can't get them off the ground and why it's so hard to do a good one is that he um, is too powerful, uh, doesn't have enough weakness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How can you give him conflict? Well, mm-hmm. at the end of this movie, man, like, I don't even know why you need Superman, Like, she's more powerful than Superman. Yeah. No joke. Uh, Todd, are you going to see it? I can
0: walk out of the room, but probably not.
2: Yeah, turn turn your ears off. I'm going to spoil a little bit right now. We'll text you when we're done. How about that? Uh, So, he kills, I mean, she kills a god at the end of this movie, and she's a rookie, basically and like yeah. all they keep telling her right right when the when the fight starts he's telling her you've got so much to learn well she figures it out in about 10 minutes pretty quick yeah <laughs> and what the, what what, so what? like uh, i don't even know why you need the justice league like <laughs> i mean batman yeah batman What's is on the, do yeah on the team with this lady she doesn't need anybody or anything like and and there, and she doesn't even have kryptonite yeah, she, she is. You can't stop her. Like, why? Just set her loose. You don't need a Justice League. So <laughs> that's confusing. I don't see how you ever, you know, th- make me feel like she's threatened or that she can't save the day in any way. And like, why didn't she? You know, why did not why? Why isn't just Wonder Woman just getting it done right now? So I think that's a problem. But uh, overall, it was good. It looked good. Some mm. of the green screen stuff looked bad, actually.
1: It really did, yeah. Uh,
2: it did have... Yeah, like
1: her jumping across the, the, the canyon or whatever to get to that um, yeah. tower. That looked really rough.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's one
1: thing that just comes to mind. I It's been a month since I've seen it, but that's one thing yeah. I remember thinking, oh, that looked bad.
2: Right. Some of the No Man's <laughs> Land stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It did have a feel like uh, Captain America, the, the first one, uh, which is the worst Marvel movie to me. Uh, mm. And it did have. To me, I judge a director by uh, cringe moments. Like you know that that's something that you can and and tone and, mm-hmm. and and you know how well things are working, how well performances are going, and you can kind of feel like you you know if if like good actors have you know are just kind of giving yuck performances. Mm-hmm. Those are some things I judge a director on. I think she did a good job overall, no doubt about it. But it did have yeah. moments where it was like. It, it, it looked a little uh, rough around the edges or that she, you know, she's, she's got some stuff to learn. It just the, especially the beginning to me, the first 15 minutes are kind of gross and, and awful mm-hmm. with, with the little girl, wonder woman, like, like yeah. it felt really hokey and uh, yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. Cringy. Uh, but other than that, you know, I thought yeah, it was, uh, I, I agree with pretty much all of that. I thought the,
1: um, i mean i did think that the scene where she comes up out of the uh the uh, what do you call them not the bunker what do you call them the fox the foxhole um the scene where she comes up out of that i thought i mean it was completely unrealistic and yeah. kind of goofy but it, I it, thought was. It, it was it made no cool. sense yeah yeah but i did think it looked cool
2: yeah it, it was on the edge of being awesome
1: yeah, like it if really you was. if
2: you had done that better, if you had executed it better, if you had figured out how to make it make sense, because you could have done it, put some more effort. And mm-hmm. there were there were several moments in the movie where it was kind of like they just mm-hmm. like like uh, they just got tired, like you know, and let's just do it this way and 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 move on. Like yeah, you know, you, like whether it was the writer in the script room, like you know, when he's at the typewriter, he he gets tired of trying to figure it out and just uh, just this, and you know, it doesn't yeah. make any sense, and I don't feel like trying to figure it out or yeah. on set and and then you know and then just we got to keep moving or something like that but it was clear like this didn't this does not make any sense right or, right yeah, what's yeah. what happened right now and what you're doing and why and why the bad guys just don't do this yeah so <laughs> yeah and
1: I do think that they screwed up the villain I don't I don't like how they did Ares at all right I hated all of that
2: yeah he was a bad he was a good pick for you know when he was under in disguise. Mm-hmm. like you know that all worked but him as the god of war or whatever wasn't buying yeah. it whatsoever yeah. man and he did not he does not have the voice for it he's got a great voice for you know the part he was playing earlier in the film mm-hmm. but when it came time to be the god of war no that's not working at all yeah, yeah.
1: but uh yeah i honestly think and this is the last thing i'll say about it, then we can move on but i honestly think that this is the movie that dc should have started with
2: yeah yeah there's no doubt And so I don't go completely negative, try to say something positive. She is amazing. She's great. Perfect, perfect pick. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. She's so likable, you know, she's got a great Mm -hmm. smile and she just, yeah, she just, you know, brings a positivity to it. And it's very cool to see her kicking butt. And like it, 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 she is, you know, a great role model off the screen too. You know, this, a lot of the stuff she's been doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, big, big fan of that. And And she
1: was, I mean, she's legit badass. She was in the Israeli special forces and all that stuff. And but you, I mean, and now all that stuff comes across in the movie. But she also like you completely believe the innocent stuff when she plays it that way too. Right. All right. Let me text Todd and get him back on here. But yeah, overall positive. And I think it's easily uh, the um, the best DC mo- cinematic movie to date. Yeah. easily the best.
2: Right. Yeah, I would definitely go along with that. Mainly because it's the only one I liked
1: so far.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. It sounds like he's coming. All right. You back in here? Yeah, I had to eat a turkey leg. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about – it's kind of old news, but we'll talk about it anyway because I think all three of us really like um, the original. So let's talk a little bit about Hellboy getting a reboot real quick. um, What do you all think about the – the reboot and it being uh, them, them getting the rated r go ahead green light
2: i think it is good to remove uh handcuffs like yep. if there were things that you wanted to do that you couldn't to try to completely match the tone of the books and the character that's good as long as you don't go overboard and mm-hmm. you know and and just take the opportunity to like you know cuss it up for no reason which isn't really the point Mm-hmm. But if you just want to be a little more creepy or something and 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 think that that'll help you zero in on the tone that it's supposed to have. But we talked
1: about in an earlier episode that the R rating does lend itself to a few characters, um like Deadpool, Wolverine, Punisher. Do you think Hellboy fits in that?
2: Not necessarily, I don't. Yeah. Um personally, uh, i I've read the books and and um I
1: haven't so yeah that's why I wanted to to get to pick your brain on that I I don't think Even you need it that would be better with a R rating than not
2: maybe the like I don't know the the rating system well enough to know like what you can can and can't get away with like scare wise and like creepiness and yeah. I don't know I I really violence
1: wise it doesn't need it
2: no I don't think so I really don't I, I feel like the the to me the first two movies were you know on on point Uh, I'm I'm reserving judgment to see what they do with it and how they use that extra room. But, um, to me, no, I didn't think it it necessarily needed it. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Um, I would like, I would like to see, um, I'd still like to see Del Toro involved. I think he really got it, but yeah, he was, uh, he obviously for him to be able to make it, Uh, to make those two he had to do it and deliver pg-13 to do it and uh and i thought he was pretty successful with that i think the tone was you can make a pg-13 that has a tone that is Mm -hmm. feels more like r or unrated than uh than what than than a pg-13 there's some like like,
2: the ring did it
0: yeah it's a perfect example of a horror movie that feels like it should have been an R easy. Yeah,
2: and anything that one can do, I, you know, I've, then I feel like that's all Hellboy would need. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and and I don't, I feel like uh, Mike Manola, the creator and writer of all those books, that he and um, Guillermo del Toro weren't necessarily on the same page all the time. Hmm. Uh, not not one hundred percent that they had some differences of opinion. Uh, so I almost feel like he's kind of like, this is maybe the direction he'd rather go. Uh, okay. I kind of got that sense. Well, That'd uh, be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love, like, I'm super sad that Guillermo didn't get, get to finish his out. Like I would have rather like, like finish his trilogy out and then, then start over, you know? Yeah. Uh, and
1: Perlman was, was on board. Oh, super, third
2: super on board. Like, yeah, he, he's he
1: pissed about not being asked to do anything with this one.
2: Yeah. But he pushed harder than anybody. And and that's the main thing I want to see him be able to finish the story Mm -hmm. in character because he's perfect. And I love David Harbor, uh, uh, what Sheriff Hopper from uh, Stranger Things. For anybody that doesn't know, I I liked him a lot in that show, and I think that's a that's a pretty good pick. But to me, like I mean, maybe even more so than uh, RDJ is Tony Stark, you know to me Ron Perlman might even be more of like harder to to replace mm. in, in that that's, role.
1: That's that's a big statement. I didn't think about that one, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think um I think it's hard to it's hard to start over and still have especially after you've seen Perlman twice in the role and he pretty much I mean, yeah. killed it. Yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah. kind of like uh it's kind of like Robert England playing Freddy Krueger yeah you know sorry Jackie Earl haley didn't didn't pull it <laughs> off uh and he probably could have he didn't have a lot of, his material wasn't very well that he had to work with, but you, you know it's just you get you you when you see that one character, especially a character that's under makeup mm-hmm. so age isn't a factor um and obviously physical uh physical ability isn't a factor we've, mm-hmm. we've still got. Mayhew doing Chewbacca in certain scenes. So it can be done. And so, you know, do you really need to distance yourself that much from it? Yeah. You
2: know? Right. And for, for the record, I've probably said this before, but Hellboy two, the golden army is mm-hmm. in the running for my favorite, uh, comic book movie overall. Like I just, um, I was going to mention fan.
1: something very similar. Yeah. I was going to say it's easily in my top
2: five of comic movies all time. It's fantastic yep
1: all right does that sum up some hellboy talk yep all right well the uh the summer is half over so uh, which means the year is half over um so far this summer what is the let me say this first have you either one of y'all seen baby driver yet it came out this weekend as we're recording this
2: i have not but i'm looking forward to it
1: have not okay i saw it last night um First movie i've gotten to watch in a while and um i really really liked it it's it's probably not i didn't like it as well as guardians of the galaxy 2 as far as summer movies go but it might be second um the third act kind of fell apart for me a little bit um because there's some characters that make choices that they had set it up to that point wouldn't have made those choices and it didn't make sense but um in saying that it was a Whole lot of fun to watch, and I love pretty much everything Edward Wright's done, and this did not disappoint in that way. Um, But let's go into the best worst for halfway. We're halfway through the year. What what's the best thing you guys have seen so far this year? And what's the worst thing you guys can, have seen this year? And I won't limit it to the summer. It can be you know you can you can start in January. But what's what's your best worst
2: Somebody else go first.
1: Todd, yeah, I can go first if y'all want.
2: Why don't you?
1: Because I'm yeah. trying to think, what think about you. it. Okay. So yeah. far, my favorite is probably Guardians Two that I've seen this year. Um, I don't know where I would rank it in the pantheon of comic movies, but honestly, the comic movies so far haven't been that strong. But um, I I do look forward to Spider Man coming out this weekend, um, and I think it's probably gonna gonna give it a run. Um, I'd probably put Baby Driver maybe next after that. Um. And then my absolute worst piece of trash I can't believe I paid money to go see was uh, It Comes at Night. Holy crap, that thing was awful. And the reviews on it are so good. So good. And I was so looking forward to it. And we were actually going to the movies. We went to, um, to Newport, to that IMAX up there, to go see The Mummy. Um, because I wanted to see that on a, on a good screen, and just all the reviews, and we, I don't know if we'll hit on this today or not, um, but all the reviews for that were just absolutely hammering it. Like, not even, like, this movie isn't as good as I thought it would. Like, they were saying, it is terrible. Don't do it. And all the reviews for It Comes at Night were absolutely flip-flopped. Um, this thing is great. Uh, it, it was sitting in, in the 90s on Rotten Tomatoes. So we decided, like, to call an audible and go see it, and... I mean, it is a slog of a movie. I've never watched a movie that was slower developing than It Comes at Night. And then, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, although I encourage you not to see this movie, but I'm not, this isn't hyperbole, and I have, I'm not exaggerating. I have no idea what comes at night. <laughs> it does. No clue. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is.
0: Wait! Wait till September. It comes out in September, and, and then, then, you can then see- I'll know. I'll go see that
1: at night, and then it'll all make sense.
0: So there's my best and worst for the
1: for so far for 2017. What do you guys have?
2: Uh, I'll probably go Guardians. Also, I you know, and, and I'll qualify this with I haven't seen much at all this mm-hmm. summer. So you know, it's pre- it's pretty much limited to Wonder Woman and Guardians, and, hey, I'll, Guardians. Go, and I'll go Guardians. I, if there's something else I've seen, I'm not remembering it uh and and the worst uh, i don't i haven't even seen anything i haven't seen enough to to name a worst so yeah. so i'll did i'll go Did you, uh, you
0: Did you watch Undercover Blood War Underworld Blood War excuse me <laughs> no you
2: know, know what i'm talking about right now. i do i do I, New underworld, I deciphered underworld.
0: That. underpants blood wars i don't, I don't know
2: can um, it, without seeing it can i just say uh boss baby can i just <laughs>
0: hey boss baby's sweeping the nation though it really is man
1: you need to get on
0: board (laughs) just get on board
2: todd you got our best and worst
0: well i'm gonna say right now um golly and i haven't i really have not seen a lot this year so far but if i if i'm going with what i've seen i will go with uh Alien convent being really bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Convent. I said covenant. <laughs>
0: sorry, I can't speak.
2: Yeah, all the nuns versus the. Uh, I think alien convent Zeros. would
0: have been better. They've already they've already been on a, a planet full of monks. So
2: <laughs> the why aliens not
0: a <laughs> Yeah. So alien convent would be <laughs> my least favorite, uh, followed <laughs> closely by a- alien covenant, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, I guess probably, I guess Guardians because I did see Guardians and I really, really liked it. Um, I did not like it as much as the original. Yeah. Uh, I. Um, I mean, I, I guess, I guess that's it. I mean, really, for for the most part, that's all I've really seen this summer is uh, yeah. Alien and, and Guardians. I haven't really seen anything beyond that. That's
1: why guys that do a film podcast, we don't watch a lot of movies. That's
2: why Alan's the host. He's seen,
1: (laughs) I've seen maybe four more than you all. (laughs) It makes me more qualified to talk about this. Uh, Well, and and I haven't gotten to watch a lot um, either. Uh, Just every, like, we had to drop my son off at the Cincinnati airport because he had a um, a thing he went to in New York. So, like, one weekend I had to drop him off and we had time to kill. And the next weekend I had to go back and pick him up and we had time to kill. So, we stopped in Newport and watched a few movies. That's the only reason I've seen anything. Or else I wouldn't have had a, a chance to do them either. So, um, are you all planning on trying to see Spider Man this coming up weekend?
2: Uh, are you going to get a chance to? I guess it depends on if my kid sees it uh, this weekend or not. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably hold off for her, Until but she I, could. yeah, yeah. And if she does, I might go ahead and see it. I'm going to you- I'm going to try to go see it if I can. Yeah, okay. because you know? I've,
0: I've read I've read one review that was a ten out of ten. Yeah, and really, really liked it, and I think they liked what they liked about it was the not so much the Spider-Man stuff, but the the uh, the high school stuff. Yeah, they felt it was kind of like a John Hughes kind of feel, hmm. uh, which is interesting. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays with the other. I think you got you had to do something different. Yeah, than the other two. Uh, well, they actually got a high school age kid to play a high school kid, so that could work. Yeah, and
2: that it always works. I think he's twenty. I think he's twenty, but he definitely looks it. I mean, uh, yeah, he, he looks fifteen. Yeah, hey, that kid's the real deal, man. I yeah. mean, you, I feel like anybody could direct one of those movies, and you know, he's just him the lines, and he's gonna. I don't feel like he needs any direction whatsoever. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. I'll probably. Um, we have a uh, show this weekend on Sunday, but it's a matinee, so I'll probably try to go to the night showing on Sunday night uh, here in Danville. So. I, I don't like watching those movies in Damble, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So.
0: All right. Uh, remind, us, remind us next time, Alan, uh, and we will, if, if you bring up the fact that you're going to try out for two shows, we, one of us will hold you down. The other one will punch you in the face. Thank you. Please
1: do. Only if you want us to though. No, I do. I'm giving you, and, and it's going to be recorded right now. I'm giving you all permission. <laughs> so we have audio of me saying you have permission to do just that. <laughs>
0: Well, this way you'll have, uh, you'll have all the time in the world to go see all the crappy movies that come out in the it, theaters. He's, yeah.
2: he's like a mother with five kids though. Cause I always hear this, like I'm never again. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, the next time you see him, there's a bump under his shirt. So <laughs> <I know> it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. I need, man, I need theater birth control for sure. <laughs> um, I haven't done a show in a while, though, but then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, let's just let's do two. two, maybe. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> let's go back to back.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. All right, do you all have anything else you want to get out of here?
2: Let's let's kill it. Let's kill it. Uh, the okay. only th- I was going to
1: say, if we can all see that this weekend, maybe we can do a Spider-Man heavy show next week.
2: Yeah. If you want. Okay. And uh, I would say stay tuned. Probably the next episode will also... Uh, hit the Greasy Strangler, man. We'll yeah, do some- I need to watch that. Yeah, yeah. We'll do- oh,
0: I, one, one thing too, I, I wanted because I just found found this news out, and I wanted to make sure we got it out there. Is that uh, there is a uh, sequel to Boo, a Medea Halloween, <laughs> It's coming out this October called Sweet. Boo Two, Medea Halloween. So I just wanted to let everybody know that, so you could plan accordingly. We've got yeah. you got about three months, but I just wanted to make sure you knew ahead of time.
1: You need all three of them, though yeah definitely yeah all right well
0: uh i will talk to you guys later celebrate
1: the fourth responsibly you two i know how you all get on this day
2: man and so just me alone in the house
1: oh my goodness recipe for disaster
2: fireball all (laughs) starting now (laughs)
0: sounds like somebody should just go ahead and watch boo and medea halloween it's it's noon and
1: that's when scott really gets amped up on (laughs) fourth of july so um, everybody pray for him that he makes it through (laughs) all right um guys come see greece this weekend also come uh to our website and check out space cops subscribe Mm -hmm. to that channel Mm -hmm. um and, and get us up to 100 We are depending on you
2: Yep, send us your Walk Softly related dreams and nightmares
1: Send those dreams um, So we can talk about those And uh, if you all see Spider-Man this weekend Send us your comments on it and what you thought And we'll, we'll discuss those next week So um, we're going to get out of here Happy 4th of July for Scott Stafford Todd Sheen, this is Alan Martin Reminding you to walk softly and talk hard
0: Well I hope you come to see me In the movie. And I know that you will plainly see, biggest fool that's ever hit the big time, and all I got to do is act naturally.
1: Oh, anybody need a break for anything? I'm good. I'm going to grab me a cookie real quick. Oh, no. Oh. This guy eating them cookies. Are you are you grabbing a cookie while you're on? While you can hear us, Todd. No. Okay, because I'm gonna tell you all about uh, my mom's drug induced rant about cookies <laughs> while we're not while we're not recording. Cookie <laughs> man. It was when we were all. Um, I had sold my house and hadn't bought a new one, so I was living with mom and dad temporarily uh while we tried to find a house and my sister had moved was moving in the process of moving from orlando to indianapolis so they had sold their house and hadn't bought one in indianapolis so they were putting tj up in a hotel and she was living at mom and dad's house too so we had like 11 people living in 900 square feet of space <laughs> so my mom takes ambien to sleep um prescribed ambient to sleep so but but she'll take one and then she won't go to bed so <laughs> if you do that then your brain does like everything goes to sleep pretty much but your brain yeah um so, so she took her pill and then she watches tv or 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 uh reads or whatever so we're me and my sister and uh, me and ellen and, and christy and dad are all in the uh in <laughs> in and Colton and Aram are all in the living room. And Mom comes, like, drunkenly stumbling down the hallway. <laughs> so this is after her pill, but she shut it down. She This is all, all subconscious. So she's drunkenly stumbling down the hallway. And she stumbles through us all. And, like, if you can see me, she's just, like, walking like this. <laughs> so she walks into the, into the kitchen. She's rummaging around in the kitchen. And we're all just kind of snickering, laughing at her. Rummages around. She comes back into the kitchen door, and she's like, and she says, "The cult need all my f-ing cookies." <laughs> wow. God.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And so we all just start cracking up laughing, and she just stumbles back into the bedroom, and we don't hear from her again, and she has no memory of this whatsoever.
0: <laughs> so this was a real. This was a real event.
1: This actually happened. Yes.
0: Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I'm not ever gonna eat any cookies at her house. <laughs> <laughs> ever.
1: Oh well, if you do, you could be subject to an ambient rant.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might. I might bring my own. Now, if I brought my own and ate them, would that be all right? Uh, yeah, that'd probably be okay, unless okay. you like they, you
1: gifted them to her and then took them back. Oh, I mean, all
0: right. Yeah, I would never ungift. <laughs> so, try not All
2: to. Right.